Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Be The Vessel podcast. My name is Daniel, and I am an intuitive psychologist acting as a bridge between Western psychology and the spiritual realm. I interview those called to the healing arts with various ways of knowing, serving, and channeling the most powerful medicine for our collective return to wholeness. If you like what you hear and would like to support the podcast, which is an offering of love, please check out my Patreon page where you can offer support or become a member of the Be The Vessel community with exclusive monthly offerings. Crystal B is a globally recognized astrologer and author who has worked with prominent corporations and universities all over the US. Her cosmic guidance is used around the world with clients, business executives, traditional therapists, and prominent influencers. She has been featured on the New York Live TV morning show as a New Jersey-based astrotherapist and in InStyle Magazine, OK Magazine, Bustle, Well and Good, Refinery29, She Knows, Elephant Journal, and more. As a public speaker, writer, teacher, and astro coach, Crystal is a trusted source of astrological information. She is passionate about using astrology as a tool for positive inspiration, spirituality, mental health, and mindfulness. Crystal is a second-generation astrologer, learning first from her father. With near 20 years of professional experience, her office is located in Montclair, New Jersey, where she works as a full-time professional astrologer, mentor, astrology teacher, and coach. Crystal's book, Feed Your Moon, Predictive and Mindful Astrology, One Phase at a Time, is available worldwide. She also facilitates transformational retreats several times a year in Maui, Hawaii. Crystal's 2023 astrology guide, Rebirth, is also available now. I first met Crystal a few months ago and had a powerful session with her in her Montclair office. She offers comprehensive astrological wisdom with a unique style and tone that is easy to take in, get excited about, and integrate into your life. Please enjoy this episode with Crystal B., as we discuss all things astrology. And may it be a gift, a medicine, and an invitation to expand your world to include the power of planetary guidance. Hi, Crystal. Thanks so much for being here and welcome to the show. Hi, Daniel. Thanks so much for having me. So I met you um, pretty recently and and got to have a really exciting uh, session with you. you. You use so many cool tools that I hadn't really seen before. My chart was up on the screen and and we were talking about progressive moons and all this stuff that I want to get into. But I want to start with, with the name you had provided to me, which I had never heard before, astrotherapy. And the reason that really resonates with me is because this podcast and, and my own journey, my own work, I really see myself as a bridge between Western psychology and my own training and spiritual modalities that I use. And, and that name is is a really cool bridge that I hadn't heard before in, in combining the the framework and the spirituality and the utility of astrology with with the idea of of therapy and and healing. Because I because I I mean for myself, I you know, dabbled like most people. I read horoscopes and had no idea what they mean. But but when I started meeting with people, people like you who who treat it as a healing modality, it mm-hmm. really blew open, and I and I really started to to see the the profound 
impact and utility of the framework. So I'd love for you just to start with astrotherapy and how that, how this integration and, and bridge came about for you. Sure. And um, so I, I want to preface by saying I am not a, um, a traditional therapist. Uh, that is not my, uh, that is not my profession. What I am though, is a professional astrologer. And, but I want to also preface by saying I appreciate and value traditional therapy a hundred thousand percent. Um, so I, I, I want to preface by that, but what has happened to me and to, um, you know, the way that I use astrology and the way that I work with my clients and I, what is therapy therapy? Just, if we just use it in that regular context, it's something that you should tap into that can help you heal or help you get better, right? In, 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 in some way, shape, or form. And to me, astrology is a tool that can do that. And I believe so deeply in the planets, and I have leaned into them in my own life, in my own journey. Um, and I have helped my clients and people that I connect to in my community lean into the planets to not only validate what we're going through, bring meaning to it, but also give them hope as to where they will take them next. So this, I mean, this may sound like such a, such a beginner question, but like, what is it about the planets? Like, what do the planets have that we don't have? Is it just just that they're like these hugely energetic sources that are almost like I guess I almost I think about it sometimes like if we all come from this universal, this ultimate consciousness, are they are they ancestral to us on some energetic level? Like what do they what do they have? Well, the planets have been around for, you know, for all yeah. eternity, right? <laughs> longer like, than us, longer than us, that's for sure. <laughs> and, you know, astrology, the st- which is the study of the planets and how it affects humans, uh, you know, human lives that has been around, you know, for ages, right? We are not, this goes back many, many, you know, thousands of years. They, people have been using, um, studying the planets and how it affects humans. But what, what is, what are, why are these planets so important? Well, first I want to say as above, so below. Okay. And I think that we've, you know, humanity, especially over the last several years, has come to a place because of the extremes that we are dealing with and have gone through and the, the the kinds of like tests that evolution is putting on us. We need a little bit more meaning as to what's the bigger pitch, picture going on. You know what I mean? Like what is behind all of this? And astrology is a system based off of the planets and their movement because the planets are always moving and, and, and how those entities influence our, not only our personalities, but our moods and events in our lives. There's always free will. Absolutely. That's what I was going to ask. Like, is there, I don't know, and maybe it differs uh, based on the astrologer, but is there a framework on sort of that dance between free will and how the planets may shape or determine? Absolutely. I will. Now, I have been doing this for close to 20 years. Okay. 
And I grew up with astrology. My father practiced astrology. He did it more secretively than I do. He did it for friends and family. But was I kind of was it like kind of taboo at the yeah, time? Or? It was like my dad was the weird guy. <laughs> and and I have to be honest, Daniel, there was it wasn't until my later 20s that I was like really, really leaning into it with, with my own uh, journey with my daughter because she was sick when she was born. But the thing is, is that like I didn't grow up thinking I was going to be an astrologer. This was weird to me. I always wanted to my dad to do my chart and all my girlfriends wanted my dad to do. Okay. okay. So it was your yeah. friends would come over and it was like a oh, kind yeah. of a cool thing. My dad was super popular with my friends. <laughs> like, can you look at my chart? You know, like it was. Yeah. And, and now I hope to pass the baton off to my daughter. Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel like now kids would love that. Yeah, it's it's really. But I want to say I did not. There was a very big part of me that was not. This was like not a profession. This was not a, you know, it, it went against my own grain. And I was very secretive about my work for a long time. It was only like in 2018 that I put my face on everything. But that's just a little background. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's cool just just from how I've known you and experienced you. It's cool to see how expansive you feel now just meeting you. Um, so clearly that's been a big growth journey for you. But it's also been... Um, leaning into what I love. And I also want to share that I am a wacky scientist. Astrology is very geeky in a way where I'm analyzing a lot of uh, angles and a lot of dates and a lot of patterns. And like you, you can't really grasp astrology on a very deep level unless you, you hit the books, unless you really you go down the rabbit hole, which I do many more times than not, you know, like there's a researcher in me. And I think what I found is like, it appears to me the only way to really, to honestly and accurately relate to astrology is to go deep. Like I, I feel like I can't relate to it only on a surface level. Cause I'm not, I've tried that before, but I've also noticed for me, like, well, and I'm curious what you think about that, but I, you know, I'm pretty geeky too, you know, and I went to grad school and studied all this stuff, but I've noticed that like, once I start to go a little deeper into astrology, I'm like, oh, this, I just don't think this, I have the energy to commit to all, I'm just going to keep meeting with people like you because I don't know, <laughs> there is so much. And do you feel like people can have a more casual relationship to it? Because I've kind of felt like I kind of need to go deep. Well, and, and listen, everybody, first of all, like I am... I do have a massive container of energy, like uh, knowledge in my brain about my, um, about all the movements of the planets about, you know, not only where they're, where they are today, but where they were and where they're going. Like this is always, and I'm always researching. I'm always, I always like a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm an, I'm an astrologer, but I always have a doctorate of astrology. If that was like a, that was a grad program. <laughs> But I'm always like, I have to keep sharp by always, you know, just referencing where everything is. And the thing is, though, not everybody wants, they, you know, I, I'm the astrologer for astro virgins. I used to always tell people that like astro virgins. Yeah. Like people <laughs> who they don't know anything about astrology, but they just want to know what the hell's going on. You know what I mean? And so I can have that conversation and 
Do I have deeper conversations? You know, absolutely. Where, you know, I have clients who stop in once a year. I have clients who stop in multiple times a year. I have coaching clients, my students. But the thing is, is that it's all about, you know, your level and what you want. But the planets are archetypes. They're very psychological. They connect to, I've always thought of the planets as people. That's how I learned astrology. And they're like your friends. They're they're my friends or they're my foes. <laughs> okay. And I, I wrote a um I have a, a whole guide for 2023 and I dedicated it to Neptune, my friend and my foe. Because without him, I wouldn't have because I designed it. I not not only wrote it, but I designed it. And I wouldn't, even though it was incredibly difficult for me to do, it also was so it was like such a great success. So even though I was mad at Neptune in the moment, I was grateful for him because when I got to the other side, I can really appreciate the challenge that he posed for me. Yeah. So, well, that was kind of what I was like. So when you say foe, is it more like kind of a harsh teacher that ultimately want, like, do the would you say the planets ultimately always want what's best for us, but sometimes it comes out harshly? Absolutely. And when you, again, like when you really really start looking at astrology. It's not just about moving, looking at the future. It's it's about looking back. And some of the most profound connections that I have made in my own life are by looking back on patterns and looking back on the end result of, you know, different trajectories of what the planets have done to not only, you know, not only for me personally, but my clients. And like, it's such a nice, it's so much, especially there's planets who really test us, you know, and it's so nice to have that conversation when he's done testing us and how somebody can be like, man, I'm glad for it. I really, I really, there's, there's so many examples I have, but I have this one client in my mind and I met her, um, before her Saturn return, uh, Saturn return happens between the ages like 27 to 28 years old, right around there. I met her. She was in her, her mid, you know, like mid twenties, a little bit before. And she was like, I want to change. I want to go in a different direction and I want to change. I want to go and get a different bachelor's degree. And she's like, it's absolutely crazy. I already got a regular bachelor's degree. I want to go and I want to, and I want to get a totally another bachelor's degree. And she's like, I just feel it so deeply in my bones And she was willing to put in the work and the time fast forward to her big transits. She now is not only thriving in the field that she chose to get that bachelor's, but she was just applying for the doctoral program. And so again, fast forward a number of years past, but like she was tested in that moment, but by golly, thank God she took that test because She's on the path that she was meant to be on now. And yeah, it's it's interesting to hear you talk about the past because, yeah, I think sort of colloquially, like, you know, you you reading horoscopes, you're like what's going to happen next? But that sort of prediction kind of thing, uh, when I first started doing that, it just gave me a lot of anxiety because even if it was good stuff, because then if the good stuff didn't happen, I was like wrapped up in it. And that's not totally how I wanted to live my life. But when I started meeting with like astrology healers and they started pointing out, you know, my chart and things, it, it actually, 
it did help me in, you know, and I'd been through grad school and I was a clinical psychologist and I was processing my early life, but they were, you know, they were making some direct points like, you know, maybe invest, there's a lineage here that you might want to investigate and, and has led me, has guided me to some, some traumas and things that were important for me to, to see which, which was influence, influencing my present and obviously my future. And I, and I did note on your website, I think you wrote it's, it's astrology is a magical combination of your past, present and future all rolled into one. It is. I believe that. Yeah. So that kind of, um, I have a question then. So within the framework, does astrology have a philosophy around time? Like, because, you know, on the level of, um, physics and I think from from sort of a higher dimensional or spiritual perspective time is not linear so does astrology kind of see that like past present and future can all kind of influence each other is it how, how does it is it more of just a linear like learn about your past to influence your present or how do you see time from the uh, astrological frame now I, I I love this question and I have to I have to answer it in a few parts and um what what I want to begin with by saying is that I can totally appreciate that sometimes, you know, there there might be some messages about astrology with the predictory piece that could make you anxious or worried about, you know, leaning into. What I want to say though, to 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 just kind of talk about my work is that I do have a lot of clients who come to me for the predictory piece. The it's all about how it is communicated and how it is how it is described in the context of the big picture. And I will give, I always give all my clients a lot of dates. Like I love dates. I, yeah, I, yeah, I still have some dates in mind yeah. that are coming up right, right now. And, and, and Daniel, I have to be honest, like I'm a huge advocate of planning with the planets. You know what I mean? It's planning with the planets, not necessarily planning by the planets, but planning with the planets. Now, in saying that, what I also want to say is that I am a big picture person. And one of the reasons, one of the big reasons why I wrote my book, Feed Your Moon, is because it talks about a concept that is very much part of astrology. It's called your progressions, which is how we're progressing through time. And my favorite progressed planet is the progressed moon. And she moves in approximately 2.3 year cycles. And every approximately we're all in a, it's some of our cycles, some of our, our, what I call skins can be a little bit less than 2.3 years. Some of them could be a little bit more, but basically we are, we are going through each sign of the Zodiac and we go through all 12 in a 27 year time frame. So we get to experience all signs. And is that, so is that like when you go through all signs, you're coming up on your Saturn return? Is that exactly? Of- you see how it correlates. And really at the Saturn return is when you officially become an adult. It's, um, and I know you're an adult at 18 years old. I totally get that, but it's, it's so important. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. So, <laughs> well, I don't want to, I talk to teens too. And I talk to college kids and I, I know you are an adult. Like, I don't want to take that away from you. Like, but I also tell them, including my own children, like, you don't know who you are or what you're capable of all. until your later 20s. And then you even, and then you even, again, we learn more, but if you, it was really at my sudden return that I, you know, 
became an astrologer. Like that's when I, that was when I really, that's when it was apparent to me that this was my path, but it was hard, you know, like the Saturn return is hard. And that's, that's when I went back to graduate school actually. So, right. You, you, you manned up, like there's a, there's always a, you know, you got to be pushed. But the thing is going back to the skins and the evolution of the progressed moon, what what I always remind my clients is, yeah, I'm going to give you a lot of dates and stuff, but let's think about the big picture. Let's think about what skin are you in and what is the universe trying to have you embody? You know what I mean? Like what, what sign? Because every sign has a different flavor. It has a different, just like the planets. I think of the planets as people. And I think of the signs as the clothes that they wear. And every sign has a different style, flavor. You know what I mean? And so we go through all 12. And it's so interesting to find out what skin you're in. Because if you're fearful, if you're nervous, if you're unsure, you can always lean back into the skin. Or if you meet somebody, you could be like, because we also attract to that energy. You know, we... We need to embody it not only in ourselves, but sometimes we can embody it by meeting people who have a lot of that energy. Maybe you're a little bit averse to that energy, but like, if I know I'm in that skin, I got to, I need to explore. There's a lesson for you there during this time that, that, yeah. that, that always for your benefit. Always. But, but so anyway, that's, so I, I do, I like big picture, but I also don't want to discount some of the other things that I do, but I also, I always tell everybody, let's. Let's think about the big picture, and then we're going to go into the the, de- the details. Um, the other thing too is that from a time perspective, I love to look back in addition to look forward because of the patterns. And why are we here? We're here. I'm a big, you know. You also know I do past life regression. I do that. I started that in 2018 to enhance. Um, my work, you know, in a you, deeper did way. Did you train with Brian Weiss? Did I make that yes. up? Or is, okay, yes, that's super cool. That's yeah, super cool. such a cool man he is, and his wife, like amazing people. But but I um, uh, and he and he appreciates astrology. He does, which which also made me love him even more. Um, but so my beliefs are that we, you know, this isn't our first rodeo. We've been. We, we, we have a lot of lives under our belts and we'll have many more, you know, but we're here. Our soul, our soul said, you know, we, we had a soul contract to say, I'm going to tackle these issues. I'm going to, and listen, Daniel, sometimes it takes a few lifetimes to get it right. You know what I mean? I've but definitely had us, quite a few to get it right. <laughs> yeah. Some of us are in a place where, you know, we're done. We're done doing the dance with certain relationships. We're done doing the a certain dance with our, you know, with our family. You know, there's there's so many different contexts of that karmic dance, right? And that's where the planets challenge us. And we're what's going to happen is, if you watch the patterns, you can see that you will always be continually tested over and over again of getting stronger in different areas or breaking free from karmic contracts or, you know, like to satisfy that soul contract that you have, you know, your, your go North. What, what's the purpose? What's your purpose here? You know? It almost seems like the planets are our greatest 
teachers for, in some ways playing out what we're here to learn karmically and the free will may come in in our willingness to say yes or to resist say no yeah yeah and i see it all the time i i see it um and even in my own life too like we're always in charge of yes or no you know it, it's 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 our that's where the free will comes in and, and that's where you know that's where you get um you know, it, it is more comfortable to stay in the same zone too. It's more, much Although more sometimes the planets make it very uncomfortable to yeah. stay. <laughs> so I have and you just know, like, it's, it's like you get, you continually get the signs. And again, I'll just share a personal experience. I, I've been doing this since my Saturn return and there have been several breakdowns along the way, you know, and in, in me learning how to work with people and me not, you know, boundarizing and all this kind of jazz. But like, I, I did step away at different junctures because I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And what would happen to me is my clients really trusted people. They would say like, you can't step away. We're going to wait for you. We're going to, and, and I would always come back and then I got stronger. I got, I learned my tools better. I learned how to, how to work with, with my gifts, you know, with, and once I got really strong, like I can't imagine abandoning it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and it, and it just flows easily now, but I had to, I had to be really tested in order to get here, really tested. Yeah. And firstly, I'll go back to something you said, which is, you know, I think what changed for me when I, back when I was like, you know, anxious about the predictory nature. It wasn't just that I understood astrology better, but I also was adopting and experiencing a more spiritual perspective that what is happening is happening for me, that that life is a medicine. And that, you know, that idea transcends astrology into other uh, areas of knowing and ways of being and just ultimately seeing that we don't really need to be led by fear. Because I think sometimes, at least the way I interpret sometimes some astrological messages or other messages instills fear in me. But mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, and, and I think you would agree that it's not meant to necessarily instill fear, that being led by fear is not the goal, but, but to trust that what comes our way is a medicine, sometimes a sour tasting medicine, sometimes a better tasting one. Is, is that how you might say it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but it is, it is, um, I, I was just actually having this conversation yesterday because like my dad, for instance, or, you know, the generation before me, like, and before that, like there is a, the tone of astrology right now is a little bit different. It's been evolving. It is, um, it's trying to look at all angles and looking at even the negatives in a positive or or rather not, let me say negative, but challenging as a positive. So the verbiage is changing, evolving. And I think that that's wonderful. I think it's, I, 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 I'm so glad about that. But I also know that like in thinking about the, um, now I lost my thought, I, I, I was thinking about the, 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 about how older astrologers, oh, okay. Cause older astrologers could have that, like, uh, you know, more of the malefic, I, we call it like the, the negative kind of. Is it, yeah. Is it ha, ha, in, in the tradition and sort of the, the lineage. Yeah. 
And it's not, and I'm not saying, I'm saying like, and I'm not like saying older in that, in actual context. I mean, like in, in the original format. Well, it yeah, was no, that's, that's what scary. I was, that's where I was going with it. Like yeah. in the, in the, like the original astrologers, like, yeah. where they kind of, like, do you, I mean, I don't know if you know anything, like know a lot about the history of it, but how were they, was astrology like respected, you know, in Absolutely. its original form? Absolutely. It was, yeah. I mean, it was probably. It was, well, it was actually doctors were supposed to be trained astrologers. Because they combine and and now what's again everything evolves right and actually comes back to where it was now there again and this is I think a a, a conversation that you and I had when we met um, the traditional is blending with the not traditional right or the spiritual or the we're 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 doing that now you know we are evolving humanity is evolving I see it all the time. I see doctors wanting to learn more about maybe not uh, some astrology, but also like, you know, other Reiki or, mm-hmm. um, Oh yeah. There's lots you know, of bridges happening, right? There, there's so many different things. This, this is what I want to say about, I want to go back to what I forgot, but now it's back to me. Astrology is a picture language. And when I am talking about astrology, I am bringing a picture to life. So, not all astrologers are going, everybody's going to have their own way to spin it. You know, there's certain constants that you have to keep, but everybody's got their own interpretation. I call mine, my crystal B cocktail. That's what I say. Like it's, it's, it is the way that I see it. And this is the way that I am bringing this picture to life for you. So it, it is, it is interpretational. And that's why it can't be classified as an exact science because of the interpretation piece. Yeah. And I, I see, I I see what you mean now by being, being a big picture person and that, yeah, that supported me in addition to sort of seeing life as a medicine and trusting that what comes my way is for me. Also being able to zoom out a bit and see, you know, and ask some of those bigger questions, because just like you mentioned, like, you know, I went back to grad school in my Saturn return, but then had, uh, whether we, whether I call it great spirit or the planet or just sort of universal intelligence was inviting me to keep leaping. And, uh, and that was, you know, took the shape of, you know, sickness and pain and all kinds of things that were showing up if I stayed in the box and it was being met with great fear, but, but fear that I was meant to work through. There was a sense, I, I think kind of like you were saying that there really wasn't any other option. I was deeply scared, but if I stayed, it, I was, I was going to be deeply unhappy. And so that yeah. was sort of that, I think that supported me. There was this, you know, and I wanted to ask like, sort of what you think, what you hope people ultimately get out of working with you. And I think for me, it was this, it was this collective feeling of support and guidance down a path that I couldn't really see all the details of. I know my brain likes to try to know everything and know what's going to happen, but that's not really what it was. It was like, you know, just keep aligning with this path and, and trusting that this is the way, even when it's scary. Yeah. And that's what I, that that's what I try to do in all of my um, communications, you know what I mean? And, and, and listen, like, I can't talk to everybody. I can't see, I, I, I have a full clientele and I only have a certain amount of space to be able to talk to people one-on-one. But when I 
communicate with people on my social media or in groups or, you know, the workshops that I do and in all things that I put out, I try to lean into the positive of the uncomfortableness and also the, you know, hope factor, because I love astrology for the hope factor. And I also love to keep our eye on the prize. What's the big picture here? What's the, you know, like that's, these are always going to be my messages, no matter who I'm talking to. Yeah. And I think, I think that's ultimately what helps us, what prepares us, what bolsters us to be with the rocky and uncertain and sometimes tumultuous, tumultuous path. Like if it's, if it's doom and gloom, it's not, it's not our nervous system's getting activated. We walk out of a session just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It, that's not, I'd, some people do really sort of, actually a lot of people sort of walk through the world in a chronic state of anxiety and sort of attempt to prepare for their life driven by fear. But that and, hasn't been a great uh, motivator for me. No. And, and listen, and as a, as a, as a bit of advice for everybody and the way I lean into my own life, um, there are moments in time, there are periods in time where we feel like the world is against us or the universe is against us. And, you know, it is really easy in those moments to really kind of go down the spiral and really kind of be woe is me. And, but what I always say, and I, I do, I lead, I live like this for my own self. I say, and I wrote this in the book, even if you have a thousand things working against you, there's always one thing or two things working for you. And if you can keep that awareness too, and you know, everybody always says make a gratitude list, right? If you start your day with all the things that you don't have, you're going to attract more of, I'm not getting it. But if you start your day with like all the things that you do have and appreciation, like you attract abundance, you attract more. Yeah. And and that really strikes me as this, what what we may be calling the therapy piece, because I see that that idea really, because within that word is, is so much, um, but is is instilling a perspective of hope and um, of healing and of possibility for being able to live the life, not just that you want, but that you are meant for. And the combina- I can see the combination of that sort of wanting to, because it's not just information, all information is interpreted, you know, based yes. on our own belief systems and emotions and whatever. So you can say, you can just say the information, but people are going to interpret it based on how they're perceiving their reality. And this therapy or healing component is helping someone make sense of it that really supports a perspective of possibility of hope. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and that's the, I think even when we're going through our darkest hours, you like, we really... We need a little possibility. Always, <laughs> always. And to, yeah, to see that I, uh, on some level, something here is is meant for us. Something here on some level is supporting our growth, even if we can't see it or, or trust it in the moment. That is always what has helped me navigate some of the darkest and most uncertain times. Yeah. 
And also, I think something else, and I've been doing this with, because um, I do a lot of team building with uh, companies. I've been trying to, I'm trying to be one of these pioneers, one of the pioneers, astrology pioneers to bring astrology into corporate America, because, which is difficult, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I have, I have some really good companies under my, my belt right now. And I've shown them how beneficial learning about what I call your cosmic superpowers can be in um, working in groups. And I'm bringing that up because like, there's a whole facet of astrology that is not just about the cycles and the phases and the dates and all that kind of stuff. There's also about like, what are your cosmic superpowers? You know, like sometimes, and and look, life is life. We all have to pay the bills. We all have to take care of family. We all have responsibilities and we have to do things that maybe we don't want to do. But if you have a little bit more of an awareness as to what your cosmic superpowers are, you can maybe pick something up that you never thought you had the ability to do, or, you know, or maybe you've known about you, you felt it inside, but nobody ever validated that for you, or or you never had the opportunity to experience that, like to know more about what your astrology says about your superpowers, what I call your cosmic superpowers. Like it can really help you know more about yourself and, and, you know, how to work with you better. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm thinking about that and I'm envisioning like when you work with businesses, like, cause I know certain places can have charts. Like does the business have a chart? Like yes, do you do a chart for do. the business. Okay. So yeah. can like, so I imagine maybe working with the team, maybe it's like team building and helping uh, the different managers and, and people like understand their superpowers. But do you also like, try to understand what like the collective superpowers of the business are like in reading of the group of the group. Yeah. And we always, every, um, all these team building and my, my work with teams and, and corporations began with universities because I started with the groups with, with college kids. And then my work evolved into, um, companies. And so, what is really fascinating about, you know, going into companies and and working with the individual teams is that there's a group energy with, you know, with every group it's, and we have these groups in our personal lives too, but I, I bring that out in, in the, in the exercises that I do. I, I show them what the strengths of the team are and um, it can be very powerful and also very insightful to learn about your teammates in a very different way. Like I do believe that, and I want to be one of the people to, to, to make this happen, that astrology can replace the traditional personality tests. I love that. And I mean, firstly, I'll say I studied and administered uh, a lot of um, personality tests and testing, and (laughs) you know, a lot of that, you know, they're, they're based on, old psychological theories. And again, it's based on uh, the clinician or the healer, right? Like, you know, you can, you can use those tools well, and I've seen people use them well, and I was able to use them pretty well, but I don't see any reason why astrology isn't 
as good, if not better than, you know, let's say the Rorschach or other things, which there are there's just so many variables in terms of learning yeah. those tests and, and even more, you know, considered more evidence-based tests, you know, that I, that I studied, like, uh, you know, a lot of that is, um, there's a lot of room for error and, 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 and a lot of those, particularly in the clinical world, I know it, not all the tests are based on this, but a lot of those personality tests are based within a diagnostic model, you know, talk mm -hmm. about like positivity and hopefulness, like framing things within a diagnostic model of clinical diagnoses is not very helpful. You're ultimately like coming to the conclusion of, yes, yeah, so you have these four diagnoses, best of luck. It's not really, and people can't really, you know, I've worked with families and, and given that feedback, it, you know, those are not easy um, things to, to talk about. So it's really cool. I hadn't really thought of the potential for group work. Cause I imagine you can do it with families too. I imagine maybe a family has a chart and you can help the oh, family. Oh yeah. I, I, cause I, I'm a mother myself. So I always talk to other mothers or, or even I was actually on a call last night with two dads. And, um, you know, it's not just astrology is not just for women. I have lots of male clients too. And like, the thing is, is that, um, there is actually it was, it was a, it was two brothers and they were missing their third brother. And we had this conversation about the group energy with the three brothers. And I said, absolutely. Like there's definitely, and, and we do see that in our families and, I um I think where my work is going though is more on that like cuz I have worked with the families for uh, a number of years but but I am more drawn to the team aspect now I'm more cuz you know as when we work with people our what we want to do always changes right we we want to cuz I feel like I've I I'm just ready to take things to cuz the world is ready for change you know they're ready. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're, I mean, and you're, you're you go where it, where it lights you up. Like if that, I yeah. can see how exciting working with businesses on a large scale would be and being able to enact that level of change could be really exciting. Well, listen, one at a time, right? Like brick by brick. <laughs> I don't want to like, it's a like, well, so I'm curious, like how have, how, how I'm sure it's been, you know, mixed, but like, how has the response with the business, like, what do you sense something they've been getting out of it or that, or their level of openness to what you've been giving and, and some of your experiences working with it's them? It's been a, incredibly positive, incredibly positive. Like I got a really great review from Capital One as I closed out the year that, that was just amazing. And they, they told me that they're going to take the insights that I gave them and they're going to use it because it was a new team. And, um, you know, they're going to take the insights and they're going to it's they're going to use it, implement it in order to help, you know, create a really strong team, you know, to to lean into everybody's energies, everybody's cosmic superpowers. Yeah, that's super cool. Do you get into it all like dates and stuff for when they're going to make big business decisions? Is that like no, 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 that's not part of it at all. But I do what what because I like to do my own cocktail, right? Like. And I like to talk about my book, Feed Your Moon. And I also talk a lot about the moon. And I do like to share what skin everybody's in. Because I think that that's really, that's, it's super fascinating. And it's super, like, not a lot of, not a lot of people ever heard that concept. And it's such a concept that needs to be discussed more. Yeah. So I want to go into that a little bit. I'm just curious to like, would, would the business have its own progress moon? Like, would the business be in a skin? Absolutely. Like, 
Daniel, when I created Crystal B Astrology, like I decided I'm going to create it on this date at this time. And, you know, again, not everybody is, um, you know, aware of that. But if you and I have I have many professional clients who ask me to check on business charts or any, you know, uh, there's so many ways to use that because whenever something is born or created, right, that's, there's yeah. a chart that's yeah. attached to it. So, so maybe we could just start with the foundation. Like what uh, you mentioned a little bit, but, but what are progressions? Cause I don't even think, yeah, I think when I first met with an astrologer, I was like, oh, it's like a sort of a, a stagnant chart. And so, I don't know, I guess you get it read one time and then you just know, but that's not true. Obviously it changes. Yeah, and there's lots of things that are mo moving and that, that really interested me. So what are progressions and then what, what fascinated you so much about, about the moon specifically? Well, and again, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make it, I'm going to talk about it in real astro virgin terms, because I'm not trying to make everybody out there an astrologer. Um, <clears throat> we have our chart that never changes and it's with us throughout our lives, but the progress chart is taking your chart and it's fast forwarding it in time. And it gives us a different picture. Some of your progressed planets are progressing very slowly, only changing every 30 years plus, which is not a relevant conversation for me most often, because unless I see a progressed planet changing, because then it's like, wow, like this is going to be a 30 year shift here. But the, the progressed planet that has always, always excited me the most is the progressed moon. And that's because she changes signs. Um, and I've done a lot of research. The textbooks are going to tell you every two and a half years, but I'm going to tell you it's every, on average, every 2.3 years. Okay. 2.3. And well, because remember I'm that wild and wacky scientist. So I had, a, <laughs> yes, I had yes. a data, I couldn't write a book and not look at the data. Right now. The other thing is that when you, when you really dive in, which I did, and I, I continue to do, you you notice, you see, it's always going to be a 27-year trajectory, but some of your skins are a little less than two years, and some of them are a little bit more than two and a half years. And your longest skins are, are, uh, are always important because you stay in that skin for extra long. Cause it's like the universe wants to make sure there's clearly something you're really needing to learn and, yeah. and, and experience during that time. And as you get older and you know, you, you evolve and you go through, you go on your second rotation, like you can look back on your life and see, obviously you're older, you're wiser, you're different, but um, there are certain skins that you go through, which you can, you know, are, were incredibly significant in your life. Like, meeting somebody significant, a spouse or having a child or getting a job or losing somebody. Um, you know, we all have these incredibly critical times of our life where things happen that change us completely to know the skin that that happened in is, is, is really meaningful. So yeah, when it comes back around, you might be, be ready for, for something. So, and I guess that is based on because we all come into the world in a different. So 
It's all based on your moon, your moon sign. And there's... Oh, okay. So like, so I'm a Pisces moon. So that's because, so I came into the world in a Pisces skin also. Well, because... it's your, well, it's, it doesn't, you, you weren't ready to start that yet. Like okay. when you're born, we have to honor your constants, you know, but you also know there is some math involved, like every, um, there's in in the in astrology there's it's based off of a 360 degree circle and every sign um has 30 degrees you know 30 times 12 360 but with your moon you know you are in a sign but your moon is also in a degree and you know depending on if you were born earlier in the degree or later that's when you changed in the it's also kind of interesting to think about and you were young, you were a baby or, you know, under two, but what happened to you when you changed, um, the first time, you know, like you, you, sometimes your mom or dad remembers and sometimes they don't, but it's, uh, it's interesting. Cause always something is, you know, there, there's always an evolution happening as we go through each skin. Yeah. That is interesting. Cause I think some interesting things happened to me around <laughs> two and three. Um, so I would, yeah. So would you, say I was just in, would you say that I was in Pisces for that first couple of years? And that when I come back around to Pisces, that's the, and that's, the it takes, starts over. Exactly. It takes the 27 years to come back. Um, so you have like a progressed lunar return and that really kind of coincides with the Saturn return. It's just a lot of, a lot of things coming together to, you've um you've really kind of and again like i I love the progressive moon so much so and i've i've talked a lot about the saturn return but i i think about it in terms of how it's it's exposing you to every single sign and and then when you get through all 12 you really know who you are and the thing is, like, I am also, I don't have a favorite sign. I don't. I work with everybody. I have no biases. I, I look at each sign equally. And there is light and shadow to every sign. And, um, you know, I, I know I know that there's a lot of signs, stereo, stereotypes for the signs. And, and we all have fun with it. We do. But when you really come to see me or, or, or connect with me, like, I'm looking at the positives and the challenging to each side, to each sign. Yeah. I mean, it, that just wouldn't make sense. And it wouldn't be a world, you know, people can do what they want with it, sort of poking fun at whatever. But but ultimately, from from your perspective as taking responsibility for this framework and worldview, you know, we all have something to give and we all have lessons learned. So that's, yeah. that's clear. That's always going to be clear. And uh, I don't think anyone would appreciate feeling like their, their signs are some kind of, you know, detractor or death sentence or whatever for what this life is going to hold. Exactly. That, that's what I want to, I, I always want to break that, that, that thought. Yeah. So in terms of your vision, I, you've—I mean, clearly you're doing a lot. So, could you talk a little bit about? I mean, you've mentioned working with businesses, uh, starting at working with universities. So, you do—you also do workshops, and you mentioned students. Are those? Uh, what do those look like? Yeah. So, this I know there's year, retreats I'm, too. 
Yeah. And, and, and again, like there's, there's so many, there's so many facets to how you can use astrology and in my own personality type, like I like to mix it up. You know what I mean? Like my clients want me to, you know, have more offerings, like more, like I have to make them wait sometimes because I only open up a certain amount of slots because I, I, I do like to carve in time for these other things, which are also equally important to me and, and, and how to progress astrology. Like that's really what I, that's like a higher vision for you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of my, my, my visions. And, um, I, this year, like what I really, I'm, I'm very excited about my mentorship program because I want to, you know, and I have on a, uh, I have taught other astrologers for many years, but I wanted to be more regimented about it. I wanted to be more because I, I am here to prove like you can make astrology your full-time career. You know, like I think that when I was growing up, I didn't see that, that, that wasn't a possibility. I, I had to create that for myself. And I, I know because of the interest and because of the questions and the curiosity, there will be a, a greater demand for astrologers. And, oh, and so many, so many people are into it. And I do see that as you're like, you really are charting a path to, to marry astrology and abundance that, that, that those can really be in partnership. Well, and also like, again, it's about, I'm really good at astrology, but I'm not good at other things. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I've just come to the point in my life where I just, I'm leaning into what I know I'm good at, you know, and I, and I can dance around it in many different ways. And, but it took a long time to get here. <laughs> As it does for a lot of us. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So you've been expanding. You have a higher vision for astrology. It's beautiful because you get to lean into your gifts. But by leaning in, it's it's the opposite of limiting. It opens up all these doors because you can see how many opportunities there are, how many directions there are for you to go in. And, and probably for you, by using what you're gifted at, you also learn uh, and develop in areas, you know, where you'd like to, because if it's important to you, you'll, you'll develop those other, yeah. those other areas. And I also think that for anybody who's in a career or cause astrology is my career, it's my profession. It's, it, it, it really is. Um, you also need to challenge yourself and you also need to grow and evolve. And if I stay doing the same thing every day, like that's not fair to my soul. You know, it's, it's not, and it's also, it creates more. Um, I, I like to learn. I like to, I, I like to test things. I like to tinker. I like to, but all based around astrology, but there's, it's good to, to try new things. It's, I think if we stay in the same thing all year after year after year, your energy gets stagnant. Oh, and I mean, that's, that was the, complete invitation for me. And I was seeing you go through grad school, everyone's burned out. And then you just transition right into working and your caseload gets filled up. And there's almost this like badge of pride that you have an overloaded caseload. It's it's so ironic and paradoxical because all the clinicians are like trying to heal and instill self-care and they're all burned out and like pushing themselves further than they should be. And I was just seeing this world and like, oh yeah, you just 
you know, for a while I used to make a joke that like, you know, I had so much anxiety and was struggling in relationships that like, you know, I think I was just meant to sit in a room with one other person for eight to 10 hours a day. Cause that's what a lot of clinicians do. But I realized how untrue that was that my soul was actually yearning to break out. That Those were just boxes limited by fear. And I needed to, you know, I, I needed to sit with some of that and, and take the leaps. But by breaking out of those boxes, it just created a whole life of freedom and possibility. So I could do, yeah. do things like this. I could write and I could work with groups. And and um, yeah, sometimes we we feel quote unquote safe. I put it in quotes because it's not actually a comfortable feeling. But, you know, we stay in a profession and and see and use the profession as an excuse to stay limited or to stay small. Like, you know, if you don the title of psychologist, it's like, well, that's just what the job demands is to, you know, work with one other person for this 60 plus hours a week. But it's like, but no, you get to create you. you that's just the tie as it's a label. You went through school, you got the stuff. Now you create. And that's clearly seems to be what you're doing with. But I also I, I also want I astrology is my profession, but I also it is my belief system. And um, I do pay attention. Astrology has taught me to pay attention. And when things flow into my life, like that's what happened with the retreats that I do in Maui that, that happened last year. They they they. It, the opportunity came to go to Maui and, and lead a small group of uh, people. And it was like, I leaned into it. I was like, I never, I, I thought about it, but I never knew how I could actually make that a reality. And here the opportunity came in and I, I started, you know, the conversation and, um, you know, it has become such a beautiful thing. And now I'm going back in May and in October of this year, but it began with a leap and it began by listening and paying attention to what was coming in. Yeah. And so I want to ask you about that, but it also sounds like even though you are the wacky scientist and I you are data-driven, you still, as a philosophy, as a worldview, as a framework, you allow for life to be mysterious and to guide you because that does seem an inevitable part of the human experience. And so whether it's great spirit or the universe or the planets, you trust that that things will show up in your path and, and you don't have to know how to do it all. You don't have to figure it all out. You don't have to use the signs in that way. You can trust that it is inviting you in, in, in ways to expand. And in some ways you just say yes to it, like like, yeah. like the retreats. And and you have to, like, I also want to be real. Like, you have to show up and do work. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I work very hard. You know, I, I sometimes overwork. Like, I'll be honest. We all have limitations, right? Like, I, uh, but again, I, for the things, I and I, I have goals just like everybody else does. But I also, you know, sometimes we get off course and sometimes... It's, it's not for a bad reason. Sometimes it's for a good reason. And if you pay attention to what's flowing in or what's showing up, it, it might be to your benefit, even if it's not the way that you originally were thinking you were going to go. Yeah. So then, so how do you take care of yourself and how does astrology fit into the way that you, you know, you're sort of, um, 
I don't like using the word self-care a lot because it gets really overused, but you know, how do you, how do you take care of yourself and how does astrology fit into that? If you, if you, if you're finding yourself a little burned out, if there's so much possibility and you find that you're pushing a little bit. Well, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I just go back to last year because we're in the beginning of a year right now. And, you know, I, I, I look at my astrology, just like I look at my clients. I don't look at it all the time. Like I want everybody to know that. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Like, are you yeah. giving yourself readings? I, you know, every I day really, or? I always know my astrology, but I'm not obsessive about it. I, I also, for my own life, I love the the big picture idea too. That's, that's really one of my biggest philosophies with my own life. But um, last year I knew it was a year where there was going to be a lot of stuff happening. And I, um, I also knew that I needed to take some time to have a little bit more fun because sometimes I don't do that with myself. And I made a commitment. I did. I had to make a commitment with myself to have more fun. And I did. And I live in New Jersey and I love the beach. And I went down to the beach more times than I have in a very long time. And um, I carved it out for myself. And I I, I made a commitment to myself early on that this is what I was going to do. And this is and I do the way that I am. Like I have to kind of plan for my time away, you know, because of my clients and all that kind of stuff. But um, I, I have to make a commitment to myself to give myself time to have fun to not always be working as so many of us can get caught up in we can get you know, and it happens. And sometimes you can get in it and you but I do purposefully commit to myself take responsibility to say, no, I'm going to do, I'm going to have a little fun. I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. That's beautiful because yeah, this, this journey, this life is about balance. And that has been so much of my journey too, particularly recently is coming into balance, coming into harmony, discovering actually what that feels like for me. Cause I, I never had it, never experienced it. Um, and recognizing yeah, the push and pull of even good things like abundance. Oh, just go toward it, go toward it. But it's like, okay, but you know, opportunities are great, but how are we supporting ourselves in the process and and doing this dance, doing this dance? So I do just want to ask then about the retreats. I mean, that sounds like, I mean, I'm sure that you worked very, I'm sure that you do work very hard on that. Also, yeah, there's a lot, fun. there's a, there's a lot that goes into them and I love um, Kelly Christmas, who owns the Rock Box in Morristown, New Jersey. She is really the 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 host. I'm the co-host, but together we we pioneered it last year, and we're going back two times. It's a very small group that we bring, eight people or under, and we hang out all week in Maui, and we do. We do lots of astrology. We do past life regression. We do healing. We do, but we're having a Maui adventure, you know, like we're having an adventure. It's, but we're all together, you know, and, and that's another beauty of group energy. Like when you throw those things out into the universe, you don't know who's going to come. You don't, you know, it's not, it's an open, but the, the, always the right people find it always the right group energy. And the honest truth is that not everybody like it's not everybody has the space to really be themselves. You know what I mean? Like, and 
again, I live in New Jersey and Maui is a very far distance. And everybody was like, why so far? And I said, because it needs to be that far. And the reason is because somebody who's going to sign up for this is is looking for a very transformative experience. It's it's like a it's like a pilgrimage. Like you have to commit. You have to be willing to commit on a soul level. And you have to if you've again, like we've had people come that never were on the plane for that long, and it was deathly scary to them. And like, but when they got to the other side, they were so proud of themselves. And it was, and it was part of the journey. It was part of the experience. The because um, our retreats this year are called rebirth. And, and that's what I really feel like these, these retreat experiences are our retreat. It's very, it's about rebirthing. It's about, you know, kind of finding yourself again, because we can really lose ourselves, but you can't do it. I, I do believe it's easier and better to do it when you step out of your, your zone. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we need that push. We need a little bit of expansive energy to 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 help shift us into a place where there's there's fertile soil for you know the the chains um the conditioning is loosened already just by being in a new place if things are a little bit more malleable to be like oh yeah none of this is actually who i am but i believed it for so long and and yeah a hundred percent it's that's so much of what this journey is about it's discovering who we really are understanding that so much of our life is based on conditioning, early life conditioning, ancestry, karmically, um, compromise the environments we grow up in, and and then starting to peel off those layers and those chains and discovering who we are and who we want to be and how we want to create our life. And yeah, those those sound like such a such powerful experiences. I mean, I'm very guided to group work now, and and I and I just love the idea that there's just like these integrative modalities and and at at the root of it like at the heart of it is this group of people coming together to really discover something really powerful and you and you just bring all the tools uh, yeah. that you need to help people do that and and it, and the other thing too is that like really to respect us and you know it's hard to find people you connect to it's it's really a lot of us are lone wolves in some ways right like there's something about showing up and and I recommend like sometimes people are like, I want to bring my friend. And I actually think with these kind of experiences, like you should go alone and to, to go raw, to go raw, to, to, to not have any limitations on yourself. And not that you don't love your friend or you, you have a good time with your friend. It's just, it's good to go as your raw self, you know, where you can really, um, you know, just show up and the connections that are made and this is with our retreats, but also with any retreat or any sort of, you know, very intimate experience, you're going to be connected to these people that you go through the raw experience with forever. Like that you have a, a bond with them that, that can't be broken. A hundred percent. And and that's just resonates so deeply. That's been a lot of my journey moving out to California and, and letting go <clears throat> of a lot so that I could discover who I was and, and actually discovering and connecting with community in a way that I I never felt like a community person. I never always felt a little bit on the outskirts, lone wolf, whatever, outsider. Um, I had friends, but this journey, um, which was deeply lonely at times, has allowed me to reveal parts of myself and integrate parts of myself and call people into my life 
that, you know, I just have had deeper, more intimate relationships within than anyone. And I feel like your retreats and and spaces like that, you know, really create the optimal environment to connect with people in a way that we never, sometimes we don't even really believe is possible until it starts happening. And then, yeah, and these communities become our main communities. They become the communities we want to spend time, not just places we visit, but they become our our, our homes. And I think, and and, and look, I, I really want to be realistic to know that not everybody can step away. Not everybody is in the place in their life to be able to do that. And I, I validate and appreciate that. And And if that's you who's listening, what I want you to also know is that the world is shifting because of the planets and there is a more, there is a a greater push for all of us to find our tribe in some kind of way and be a little bit more open-minded to whoever your community is, you know, your, your authentic community. Yeah. Well, I I love that because that's been a poignant theme in my life and I'm grateful to have said yes to some of my own leaps to to be discovering uh my own tribe and and what a beautiful theme for the collective to be stepping into it is so i know you're busy crystal so we'll start to wrap things up i'll just ask if there's anything else you would like to share and then also uh where people can find you if you'd like them to so Daniel, first off, thanks for having me. I've I've so enjoyed our conversation. This is it's been really it's been a lot of fun for me. Um, I think we covered so many cool topics. I, I hope your listeners uh, enjoy, and everybody can find me on. Uh, I've got my website crystalbeastrology.com. I also am really active on Instagram at crystalbeastrology and Facebook too, but I think a lot of, I, I connect with more people on Instagram. Thanks for but, listening. Uh, it's if been awesome. If you like the episode, Daniel, thank please you subscribe, again for leave me. a review, thank or head over so to my much. Patreon put page to become a member of the Be The Vessel community with exclusive monthly benefits and to connect with me directly. You may also find me on Instagram at drdaniel underscore atkins or through my website, drdanielatkins.com where you can also subscribe to my newsletter to stay updated on all happenings. I'd love to hear from you. Until then, may you be the light, the frequency, and the vessel for your highest vision.